Hello and welcome to another edition of The Sportsbook Sharps. I am your host, Andy Royce. And with me today, I have a special guest, my Uncle Mike. Hello, everyone. Uh, we're here to bring you the premier uh, sports gambling podcast uh, in the Midwest. Um, so we just got done with week zero last week. Kind of a fake week. I don't really consider it uh, real football. There were, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 games, something like that. Uh, our gambling group, so there's eight of us in the group. Not off to the best of starts, uh, but again, week zero, not exactly indicative of how the rest of the season went. So if you listen to some of our picks from uh, last week, you may not have made money, but here in week one, we guarantee you we're going to make you some money. Uh, we went out of the eight, we went a total of three and five last week, and uh, my lock did not do so great. Uh, I just want to talk on that for a second. Nebraska... And Northwestern, if you remember, my lock was under 49 and a half. I don't know how Scott Frost has a job, Mike. It just it blows my mind. I don't understand it. The head coach of Nebraska, he's been horrible there. He continues to be horrible there. I'm watching the game last week, and they're up 11, and he onside kicks it in the second quarter and doesn't get it. And Nebraska goes – or Northwestern goes down and scores a touchdown in, in 20 seconds. The onside kick is an all-time head-scratcher. I mean, usually you you do something like that when you feel like the other team has better personnel. They don't. They Well, that's my oh, point. Like, awesome. like, like, that's when you would do it. It was Why, terrible. You're up 11. You clearly have the more talented team. Uh, but but I, I did okay on your bet because I happen to be actually going back to Indiana. I live in Ohio, which – we're in a backwards state. We're in a state. Re regressive state here in Ohio. We do not have legally sports gambling in the state of Ohio yet. It will be here January 1st. So New Year's celebration for us. But anyway, go ahead. So so I was actually driving. We get across the border, and that game's going on. And the, the under is – I had bet the under your lock, and it was clear that wasn't going to pay off. But but I used a strategy I like is the double-down strategy. And so they reset the well, they reset the point spread, right, and the under and all that. So the under was up to sixty-five. So we pull over, we switch drivers. I bet the under sixty-five, <laughs> and it wins. So so it ended up being a push. All right, so you ended up a push, a little I bit of a loss a with the push. big, uh, but that's pretty good then. Um, just a reminder: I gave a season-long pick of Nebraska under seven and a half wins. I love, love, love that bet now, especially after the game in Ireland last weekend. I don't see, looking at their schedule, I don't see how Nebraska gets the seven and a half wins. You can't beat Northwestern in what was essentially a home game. It seemed like the crowd was very pro-Nebraska. Uh, a lot of red in the crowd. I, I just don't understand. They couldn't win in Ireland. I don't see them winning eight games or more. Um, it Not just, a chance. It, it's, it, I just... That's pretty much a lock after week one. So if you took my advice last week and you got in on Nebraska under seven and a half, you may want to see if you can still get in if they've adjusted it down even. I just – I don't see them winning many games this year, Mike. No, I you know, I was actually talking to another person in our group about this. I don't know if, I, if they reset uh, the uh, win totals as the season goes on or, or not. They should uh, because if you could even get Nebraska now at six or five, it would look like you may push or win that. Yes. They are, I mean, that was just dreadful. I don't understand. Again, 
not to belabor it, but you're up 11. It's the second quarter, like 11 minutes ago, and you decide to onside kick it. I thought they'd make him take a train home from Ireland. <laughs> I really did. I mean, I'm just like, uh, I can't believe he still has a job. I it, Yeah, I was surprised that they let him get on the plane. They play uh, some no-name school this week and next week, so they'll probably get two wins, and they'll be sitting at two and one, and I'm sure he'll host press conferences like – He's, this is the plan the whole time, but uh, once they start playing the Big Ten games again, he's he's toast. He's toast. All right, uh, Mike, you also went 0-1. Uh, you had Hawaii. Oh, this, this was not close. Hawaii plus 6.5. Mike, if you had him plus 60, I think you would have uh, covered I, maybe. was it? Would it have covered even? I just, I just can't believe that. I mean, how bad does Hawaii have to be? I Vanderbilt's mean, terrible. Vanderbilt will 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 they win an SEC game no. this year? Most likely not. No, they and will not. So how bad does Hawaii have to be? They must be atrocious. Yes. So everybody look for Hawaii games this year. Uh, that's after Mike going zero and one on Hawaii. I'm sure he's hitting them every week uh, unless they're plus forty. I just couldn't believe it. I mean, they're you, you know you're traveling to Hawaii. First game of the year. First game of the year, and they just didn't. and you're Vanderbilt, and they didn't, you have they, no they, fan base to speak of. They didn't show up. It well, was terrible. The rain, the rainbows let me down. They did. Uh, and then your season long pick, and I didn't talk about it last week, but I'll give it out here. Uh, like you said, it may be too late, but you had Northwestern over four wins. No, no, actually, no. That's Steve's, which looks pretty good right now. Oh, so that's another one of a. The people in the group. I, no, my you, could, lo- you didn't check the, the I, meeting sorry. notes before that. I, I, did, I, did I, I didn't check the meeting notes. What is he, your... he gave me two minutes ago oh. before we got on here. But um, no, my my lock for the year, and actually uh, some people agree with me. Colin Cowherd is high on the Vikings this year. Oh, so the, Vi- that's right. the Vikings win total is nine and a half. Uh, so if they go ten and seven. And Andy sent me a comment about this pick. He didn't like it, but I do um, not like this. I, pick. I'm telling you, Mike Zimmer was terrible last year, and he's supposed to be a defensive coach. Their defense was atrocious. Kirk Cousins, who I'm not a fan of, he put him in position to win a lot of games last year, and uh, so I think uh, with a new coach uh, and they spent a lot of draft capital on defense, I, I think they're they're going to get to ten wins. Now I did forget that they got rid of Zimmerman, so maybe. May, but 10 wins is a lot in the NFL. I guess you have that extra game now in 17. So 10 and 7. So 10 and, and 7, and they might get into the playoffs at 10 and 7. Well, I hope so because I bet that too. <laughs> that, that wasn't my lock of the year, but I did do a future bet on them making the playoffs. All well. right. All right. Well, that's it for last week's locks. Uh, just real quick, wanted to talk a second. I don't know if you've seen any of these, Mike, the untold documentaries that are on uh, Netflix. I, uh, you, you know, see the 201 maybe? I, I have not. I, ha- I have on my list. I want to see that one, and I want to see uh, – I listened to uh, Dan Patrick some, mm. and uh, he was going on and on about the end one. Uh, the end one was last that, week. Yeah. Fabulous. I, I, I want to see that. If, I haven't seen it yet. Though. If you were a basketball fan in the 90s, 2000s, you have to watch the end one documentary. All these documentaries on Netflix are only hour, hour and a half, um, but this week's – was called Operation Flagrant Foul. And uh, I won't go too much into it since you haven't watched it. And it just came out last night. So they come out every Wednesday night. Uh, the fourth one is about the America's Cup, and that's next week. But 
the one that came out this week was about the Tim Donahue scandal. Oh, yeah. So uh, I wanted to bring it up on the podcast. I'll talk more about it next week, but it's it's about gambling. It's about the NBA ref that was caught helping uh, helping, helping some mob members, yeah, uh, yeah. some bookies, make a little do-re-mi. Uh, it was very interesting. It's told it, – it involved Tim and it involved the bookie. And they both kind of have different perspectives on how exactly it went. So it was kind of interesting to see uh, what Tim was saying and definitely was interested to see kind of the NBA's uh, reaction to that. Um, and they didn't really have many comments other than we have no comment, uh, this, that, and the next thing in the documentary. But uh, it was pretty good. So check that out on Netflix. It just came out last night, Operation Flagrant Foul, one of the untold documentaries. Yeah, and I, I think with uh... – Sports gambling, you know, becoming legal in more and more states. I, I don't think that's going to be the last time something like that happens. No, I would think not. I, I mean, yeah, it, it kind of shadowed. It, it it told a little bit about maybe another ref or more refs that were kind of involved with it than they really got down to. So uh, check that out for sure. All right, let's talk about some of the locks we like. So like I mentioned, we're in a group, eight of us. Uh, we got a text chain going, and then Mike tracks it in the spreadsheet, kind of how we're doing with the picks. Um, there are a couple that locks that we like that weren't our locks of the week, but wanted to share those with the listeners at home. Uh, what, go ahead, Mike. What was the lock that you liked this week that wasn't your lock? Yeah. The, so this one is from Greg, uh, Andy's brother-in-law. Uh, and I actually, he, he put the lock in at UK against Miami of Ohio minus 17 and a half. I actually, I, I made my border trip yesterday. Uh, so I, I go, uh, I go to a, a fireworks parking lot. There's a there's a fireworks. They place. still sell fireworks right now, or is it empty? It, it, it actually was open, and there were some people in there doing what I was doing. And for the first time, they had a sign that said "customers only." Oh, uh, but I still went in, and uh, and you see other people there on their phones there too, because it's right, you know, on 74, right across the border. But at any rate, um, I got UK at minus 16 and a half. So the the line had went down, but Greg's lock is uh, for 17 and a half UK. Uh, I, I do like that one a lot. All right. Uh, is there another, you have another one you like or? Um, one other one uh, that I like, but it wasn't anyone's lock is I do like Oregon. Uh, they're getting 17 points uh, against Georgia. And I just think back, uh, you know, to last year, they were a pretty heavy underdog against Ohio State and they actually beat them outright in an early season game. So I, I like that one uh, as well. All right. Those are pretty good. Uh, the one that I like that I didn't take as my lock, but boy, I bet you could make money on it. And you probably don't like to hear this, but uh, Scott submitted oh boy. Illinois go. plus three. It's at IU. It's tomorrow. It's Friday night. We're recording this Thursday. So it's Friday night at IU, eight o'clock prime time. Mike, how many people you think are even in the stadium? A lot of gray, oh, a lot, a lot of gray fans, gray seats in the arena. A lot on, of empty uh, seats on Friday night, I'm sure. Well, and and Scott said so. We'll, I'll be interested to see if he really falls through with this. But last year, uh, the person that came in second to Andy in and also was in the high 70s was his brother Matt. And his strategy was, even though he is an IU fan, an IU grad, he picked against IU every single week. And they didn't cover once. I think he went like seven to zero with that strategy. He picked against he, IU, 
every single week. They were highly overvalued. He did. I think if he would have picked against IU every week, he probably would have done even better. He picked about 70%. And I think if the weeks that he didn't pick IU, he did pick against them. Probably, I think he probably would have come in closer to 90%. But, but uh, yeah, so Andy and, and Matt were our leaders last year. Uh, and and I, I will give props to Andy because on the first podcast, I would have lost an over-under bet. When, when I first started listening to it and my wife, Barb, was sitting there, I said, uh, I wonder how long until he mentions his win percentage. And I had the under set at a minute. And uh, it was actually a little over a minute before he threw out there his win percentage. So uh, When you pick at 75%, I got to let the people know, Mike. They got to take – they know that they're getting sound advice when they listen to this podcast. Yeah, we, we no, not not to brag, but overall as a group, uh, we, we were at – uh, I think a 63% win, uh, which is pretty good. Yeah, it, which was really good. And uh, of course, it helps when you have two people in your group that are in the 70s. This is why you must listen to this podcast this uh, season. Absolutely. The group as a whole is 63. I gave you 75% last year. You listen to our picks, you're going to make money. It just comes down to do you do you like money? Do you want do to make you, money? Who doesn't like money? Yeah, exactly. I love money, so I will definitely. Uh, be following Scott's advice with the anti-IU bets. We'll see. We'll see how the first one goes. But uh, that's usually a sound advice. And and who better to know than an IU grad with Matt <laughs> how bad and, IU truly and, is? And, and I I would not be at all surprised if that bet pays off. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Well, in Illinois has a new coach, right? They have yeah uh, the guy that was, was at he there last year. It might be his second year. I'm not well, sure. Was that Arkansas? He was at Wisconsin for like a million years. Yeah, Brett Bielema. Then, yeah, and then he, but he went to Arkansas too. Well, yeah, him. I guess that wasn't a very. Uh, he didn't do. It wasn't well a in great uh, run at Arkansas. Yeah, I think they do. gave him the Ziggy pretty quick. They did. All right, now we've come down to it. This is the end of the podcast. Here we're going to give you our locks of the week that we like the best out of all the games, and and every. Uh, this weekend, every NCAA team is playing Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. We got 16 games on Thursday, eight games on Friday. What a slate! I know that some of them aren't the best games, but but what is your lock for this week, Mike? Well, I, I uh, your first podcast, I, one of the things I agreed with you talked about how bad of a coach Brian Kelly was, and Horrible. so he was terrible. Uh, so this week, I have Notre Dame. Uh, plus the 17 points against Ohio State. I don't expect him to win the game, but I just think Brian Kelly, you know, his whole tenure at Notre Dame, he beat the teams he had better talent than, and he never beat a team that had better talent. Just never. Ne- never. And because he just he, – he didn't have – his ego didn't allow him to uh, put a strategy together to say this team has better personnel. Right. I don't think Marcus Freeman makes the same mistake. Um, I think he knows Ohio State uh, has probably better personnel. He's going to have to pull out all stops, and uh, I look for them to cover. All right. I like it. So the line again was Notre Dame plus 17 at Ohio State Saturday night primetime. Mike likes the Irish, the fighting Irish there, plus 17. All right. So I looked into my crystal ball. I gave you a bad pick last week. It did not cover. So I went back to the basics. Looked into the crystal ball. What did I see? I see a Houston team, Mike. They're leaving the AAC. They haven't been in it long. The AAC did not have a long run, and it's about ready to collapse because three schools are leaving it next year for the Big 12. They 
went 12-2 and last year, did not win because of UC's amazing run that they had last year. So UC actually won the AAC, but Houston was right there at 12-2. and uh, They have a, their quarterbacks coming back. Uh, Clayton Toon, I really like him as a Heisman dark horse candidate. He's not, I looked, he's not in the running or anything. He's not even really listed as a dark horse, which was pretty surprising. I think he had 3,600 yards last year and 30 touchdowns. Um, they are playing at the University of Texas, San Antonio, the Roadrunners. And I think that the Cougars come out on top. It's minus five and a half. I'm taking Houston minus five and a half over UTSA. Love that pick. Love Thank that you. Pick. I like that. I like to hear that we're in in tune there on our picks. I like your Notre Dame pick. You like my Houston pick. Uh, and I think I think this is the year that Houston wins the AAC and then says sayonara. We'll see you. We're going to the Big Twelve for the Big Twelve money. Yeah. So, all right. That was this week's episode of the Sportsbook Sharps. Be sure, be sure to tune in every single week. Uh, the podcast will drop either Thursday or Friday mornings on Spotify. And if Apple ever gets back to me, it'll be listed on iTunes someday. Uh, they have a little bit of a process to review and approve and stamp everything. So it's been in their queue for a week now, and they still haven't signed off on me. So hopefully we'll get it out there. But uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Thanks, everyone.